Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Thank you for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Today, I'd like to revisit something that we've spoken about before and flesh it out just a little bit. Because this is one of those situations where uh, I've mentioned it in passing in a few um, podcasts, but I haven't really um, gone in depth or tried to stress the reason why this is important in the first place. And so just like with the last episode, this is going to be one of those, um, uh, what should I call it? One of those qualification frameworks that I've tried to expose you guys to. Now, what is a qualification framework? What is qualification in the first place? In the sales process, or when we're trying to drum up um uh, when we're talking to new people or we're trying to drum up marketing, we're going to be involved in loads of conversations. So whether you're sending out email, because some of you are keen on um, having email processes, or whether you're an in-person kind of person like me, so I prefer to do wedding fairs, visit the client's house, uh, things like that, or whether you want to run Instagram ads. The bottom line is, no matter what, uh, no matter the way that you try to um, drama business and put people into your timeline you're going to have loads of people that you need to talk to now um, I would say for some of us in the past we've just let the buyer determine the question and of course well for wedding photographers anyway the typical thing is somebody sends you a DM and they just say uh, how much does it cost or what are your packages and then typically um, the average wedding photographer I'm assuming maybe the average wedding planner too or whatever it is that you're involved in, typically they just go with the questions um, from there. They let the, the client determine the process. Well, so first of all, the whole point about um, qualification and having qualification frameworks is that you should be in control of the process because you are the professional and you know what it is that is important to get the job done. So you know the right kind of questions to ask. Now, the... Um, prospective customer, the bride and the groom, the person who is before you um, today, the person doesn't know any better. As far as they know, the whole thing is commoditized and so photographer A is the same as photographer B and C. And the same thing with wedding planner. Uh, wedding planners A, B, C, D, E, F, G are all the same and they can't really quite tell the difference. Maybe all they, they know is you know different price points or maybe different levels of sophistication. Now, since they don't really know the ins and outs of the whole process or what it is that is important, you, the professional, need to be um, in front of the whole thing and you need to set the initiative for the whole process. And that's the beginning of what qualification is concerned about. When you qualify, you want to be sure that you're speaking to a qualified person, in quotes, or a serious buyer, as Abuja people like uh, to say. Sorry, serious person, because I hear that a lot. Oh, don't mind that girl. And by that, that girl, they mean the bride. Oh, don't mind that girl. She's not a serious person. Don't mind those people. They're not serious. The whole point of qualification is to make sure that we're speaking to serious people in the first place. And that was the um, that was the uh, the last framework that I exposed you guys to, you guys to, which was the want, need, and afford, and urgency. And so that's, in summary, the whole point of why we qualify. We want to be sure that we're speaking to the right people, people who want and need what we have, people who afford, who can afford the services that we offer, and who are ready to pull the trigger anytime soon. Because there's no point in getting into a high-pressure conversation with a bride today, in January, 
<coughs> excuse me, today in January, if the wedding is going to be in January of two years away. So it's going to be a different um, set of conversations that you will have with someone today in January and the wedding is in March than if it was going to be you're having a conversation with someone today at the beginning of the year and the wedding is going to be um, next year. So that's the whole point behind qualification and that's the reason why different um, salespeoples in different industries uh, over different decades have come up with different kinds of qualification um, frameworks. So that's just the whole idea. Are we speaking to someone who is qualified for us to spend our time and attention to? Are we talking to someone who is a serious person, as we like to say over here in uh, in Abuja? And so the process is the same. If you send out an email blast and people respond to the email blast, that's the whole point. You want to be sure that you are speaking to a qualified person, to a serious <clears throat> um, person. So what is the qualification framework I'm talking about today? And that is one of them called BANT. And that's from um, the guys at um, Sandler Training, world-famous um, sales training program. I don't know of any Sandler uh, professionals in Nigeria, but if you go online, you can find lots of um, cool stuff about the training method. So let me introduce you to BANT for those of you who are listening for the first time. And it's an acronym for Budget, Authority, Need, and Timelines. So basically, you send out that email blast and then people hit you back or you run that um, that Instagram um, promotion and then people DM you or in my case you go to the wedding fair and then you meet people and they think you're cool and they want to talk to you and basically that's the thought process that you're going to be going through questions aimed at discovering what kind of budget they have if it's realistic because we need to be sure that our expectations are aligned if you are a 500k photographer, there's no point in spending time talking plenty of story with a customer who really is does not want to spend more than 50k on their wedding or maybe 100k on their wedding. So that's the whole point. Authority. And that is um, uh, when you ask authority questions, you're trying to get at the root of who is it that is going to pull the trigger. So yes, you're talking to the bride and the groom. But the real authority rests with mommy and daddy. Then you need to have mommy and daddy as part of the process right now. For some families, the dynamic is different. Mommy and daddy are the ones pulling the trigger. They are going to make the choice. And unfortunately, the bride has nothing to do with it. For some other families, the dynamic or the family traditions or the cultural traditions are different. The bride will look at a number of people and say, this is who I want. And then mommy and daddy handle the negotiation. How do you know which um, situation you're dealing with? You have to ask um you have to ask questions in my own case i just come straight out and i ask i usually start with uh, the groom so uh typically i'd have met with the bride the second meeting with the bride maybe the viewing samples with the bride so at some point i ask her like uh, you know what's up uh Kunle is not here is it that he's not interested and you know you know she might say oh he can't really be bothered jerry well after all his own family that is sorting it out blah 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 and you know you have that conversation and then you know that okay this is family in the bride's quarter and it might be nice to meet Kunle at some point and build a rapport but as far as getting to the check and getting to the deposit is concerned perhaps you should be spending much more time with uh, Kemi who is the bride and um, and then uh, let's say you get to the invoicing stage I mean you've agreed on some figures it's a question that I ask you know so who's going to be paying for this uh, is it you is it Kunle or is it Momsi 
and say, oh, mom, she's going to handle the payment. And then, you know, from that point, you now know that the uh, the net of people that you have to last with has just expanded a bit. So maybe in the beginning, you didn't think momsy was a significant factor. But from asking a couple of questions, now you do. And then, of course, the end is need, because you need to know exactly what it is that people need. And that is typically where I would start off with when people uh, hit me on the DM and they say, um, and they say, um, when people hit me up in the DM and they start off with the usual questions, how much, what are your packages? I usually shift to need, you know. So, oh, thank you very much for the inquiry. Yeah, sure, I can give you a figure, but I have to ask you a couple of questions um, first to figure out what it is that you need. Well, that is how I used to approach it um, in the old days. But I get the impression that Instagram people are a sharp, sharp kind of people, so they want ready answers. So sometimes I cut out the um, whole spiel about, um, thank you for getting in touch, uh, blah, 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 and he's asked a few questions. Sometimes I just launch straight into the questions. It depends on how people um, approach you. So those DMs where people just send DM and it's basically just, you know, four or five words. How much, how much are your packages? Question mark. I respond in the same way. Where people are a bit conversational in their messages, then yes, I get conversational with them. And then we have that nice flow of, uh, oh, thank you very much for getting in touch. Um, would it be okay to ask you a few questions? Blah, de, blah, de, blah. Okay, so when someone hits me up and it's, uh, how much are your packages? You know, my response will be the same, um, brief as well. It depends. Is it a wedding or a portrait session? If you notice, I kept it short, just like they were short. And then question mark definitely so i respond with a question so that way they have to respond as well and then they're going to respond they'll say oh portraits and they'll say okay good you or a family session they would respond how many looks they'd respond do you want a book they'd respond so from this question and answer process i'm getting all the information that i need to hit them up with a quote so you can see how it's not going to be very helpful for you to just see that message what are your packages and then you just copy and paste and you know copy and paste your packages and then throw everything there you throw wedding information there you throw portrait information there you throw baby and naming ceremony information there it's a lot of information it's very wheel um it's very unwieldy and i don't think it's the best way to uh go along with the um, um with the process although i understand why wedding professionals do that is because sometimes they don't want to have the hassle of um dealing with unpleasant people or dealing with um, unserious people but this is what the whole um, thing about qualification um, process is um, is about so when people hit me up straight with a money question i just slide into need and then uh, we try and figure things out from there and then i can deliver um, a quote and then of course the final thing timelines there's no point in having a hard nose negotiating with somebody right now in january only to find out that the wedding is in January of next year or maybe December. Of course, there's no hard and fast rule. Sometimes there are some people, some Nigerians who are ultra, what will I say, ultra professional or very good at planning and stuff like that. So yes, I have had conversations with a bride who has called more than 12 months in advance to negotiate everything down and lock down the terms for her wedding as an absolutely lock it down and make a deposit. And I'm really impressed when I run into people like that. And yeah, so those kinds of brides do exist. The wedding is next year, January, but she's calling you now. She wants to hard nose negotiate everything now. And when she's done, she's ready to make a deposit today, 
because she wants to commit you to next year and secure um, those terms. But there are very few anyway. I've only run into one of those um, sorts of brides. I'd heard before that they exist, but now I can tell you for sure that yes, they're out there. They're very few, but they're out there. So timelines also important as well. Uh, so what's the whole point of this um, negotiation? I'm sorry, this uh, qualification framework in particular. Well, uh, hopefully, I'm sure I have teased it out during the discussion that we've had so far. The reason why it's important is because when we negotiate with people, when we're in sales situations with people, there are other things and other factors that we have to consider, other people that we have to accommodate. And that's the reason why BANT is important, because it helps you know who it is and what it is that you need to bring on board. Because when you're discussing authority, you know whether you have to bring Momsi or Kupayos in on the conversation. When you're discussing uh, timelines, you know um, um, how fast or how slow it is that you have to move. When you discuss uh, budget, you know how it is that the uh, what you're offering can be um, tailored to what it is that they have and um, on and on. So basically, that's just it. This particular qualification framework, BANT, which is Budget Authority Negotiation, sorry, Budget Authority Need and Timeline, is going to help you figure out what other people or factors uh, that you have to accommodate and are um, necessary. Oh, apologies for the horns uh, that you guys can hear in the background. I'm actually waiting for a gig right now, and um, so say uh, wedding and so they're still getting things set up and i figured well since i'm early i might as well make a recording rather than coming up with the excuse that i couldn't post an episode today because i was shooting a wedding i hope you guys appreciate my enthusiasm for what it is that um, i do you see how much i love you guys i do not let um, other stuff stand in the way of me recording this podcast anyway i've gone on for too long and that's it with the qualification framework for today. We still have one more, which is a spin, and then I'll be off to um, a different narrative for um, different narrative series for the podcast. So thank you very much, guys, for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based wedding and event photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you, guys, for your time and attention. I'll catch you on the next episode.